spirit less broken. To have a spirit less broken just means how do we tend to that spirit? You know, we want to understand these injustices. We want to understand how to be better people. There's so many things that break us spiritually. Recording. <laughs> Is that what that red dot means? We have nothing other than our own voices, our own Zoom accounts. <laughs> Just keep it raw. Our basic Zoom accounts. That's all you need. Do you not have premium? No. Do you? We should switch to your account next. I don't have brief. Oh. Billy, thanks for being with me. Glad that we have stayed in touch throughout, you know, post-JVC. On different coasts and everything. On different coasts, different time zones. Glad to be back and glad to be doing another project. At the end of JVC, I don't know if you remember, but we told listeners of our previous project, a great project called Jesuit Balcony Conversations that we were gonna do something. This is that something. We talked on our last conversation on the balcony, like what do we want this project to be? What do we want listeners to hear from us? Us two young white men, Catholic, what do, what do people wanna hear from, from us? And so we both came up with this idea about a spirit less broken, a spirit less broken. For myself, I think about that time towards the end of our JVC year, and it was really, really difficult on lots of different areas. You have so much structural injustices being played out in, in our city in particular, in Detroit, with police brutality. You have just systematic racism across every sector it seems like, you know, Detroit public schools, um, healthcare disparities. You and we saw these things so visibly in Detroit. That is seventy percent black. That is also a predominantly Hispanic and Latinx neighborhood that we lived in. So you have all of this, and then on top of that, you have the COVID pandemic, which just caught all of us by surprise, and unfortunately left so many of our brothers and sisters in Detroit, up dead. And it was really, really difficult and really a hard time to see people in the community that either our coworkers like knew personally um, pass away because either they were on the front lines helping people, they were just living their lives and this horrible disease that put a tragic end to that. So for myself personally, um, there was just so many things, I think, as both of us, as caring and as open-minded as we both are, you know, we want to understand these injustices. We want to understand how to be better people in our lives by being anti-racist, by um, being in solidarity with others. There's so many things that break us spiritually to listen to other people, to, to be in solidarity, that it can leave us in despair if we don't remember what brought us to those positions and what brings us to where we are as people. So a Spirit Less Broken is a project that is about finding that peace, whether it is hope, whether it is just gratitude, that 
repairs the brokenness that ties in communities, what ties in Billy and I together to reflect and to grow and make something positive and transformative from what appears to be despair, what appears to be just a hurt and a yearning to be better people. Billy, what do you have anything to add or? Yeah, of course. I really appreciate Patrick, how eloquently you bring together this theme with just how, how we were feeling really at the end. You know, I really remember when we actually were sitting on the balcony that day, you know, that final week, and we were just thinking we were considering we, we'd love to continue to connect with each other in this format. You know, what is our heart calling us to right now? And how are we feeling? And how will that carry on? And for us, you know, we were living together. So, and now we're living apart. We're connect right now we're on Zoom. We can at least see each other's faces, but we're apart and it's just taking such a different form. You know, I love how you said, we're feeling that hurt and that yearning to be better. Uh, I feel the same way about it. I think a spirit less broken. And I think how important it is for us to bring our spiritual life, our prayer into the brokenness of the world and into what we see and what we reflect on what's happening in the world, because you can't separate your spirituality, your prayer life from real tragedies that are happening to have a spirit that's less broken. It's important to be broken. It means that we love and we care. Like you said, to have a spirit less broken just means how do we tend to that spirit? How do we understand ourselves? How do we understand our place in the world? I think like you mentioned, it's important that we do acknowledge that we're, we're in our twenties, we're white men, we're Catholic and all of our experiences have influenced how we see the world. And yes, we're carrying an open, open-minded and we're trying to learn how to be anti-racist. We're trying to learn about our impact on the world, but we need to understand where's our place in that. I think all that plays into why we, why we came here to having conversations with each other about what does it mean for, for us to, to be in this world and to have that, to have that spirit that's less broken. I, I want to talk about like just what you said about it's important to be broken. I think that's so true. Like with brokenness is what you say. It's, it's, it's important to, to be broken and to let yourself be open to change and open to learning from new perspectives and new ways of life. And because it's ultimately in that brokenness that you, that you do grow and that you do become a better version of yourself. Now, JVC was there was a lot of brokenness <laughs> that that took place personally, professionally, um, and even and spiritually. It was just so much. That was one of the reasons, you know. It's it can be really hard. <laughs> it can be really hard to, you know. And I think that's the point of it. Uh, the point of what you and I did was that we were open minded and that we we both at our core care about justice and we care about being active learners and active people of Christ finding out what that means so I appreciate like just talking with you and even throughout the JVC year it was for myself on a personal level like 
I think there were times where I had a hard time getting swept up in brokenness. I had a, I, I got swept up in pessimism and in doubt and in fear, existential fear of our country, of our communities in Detroit, of of myself and in my role as a white person and what I can do and what I should do and and all of these things and and they're very real and and people have them you know across the board but what what was helpful and and I think what ultimately it just took me time outside of JVC and outside of the environment that was so broken <laughs> as as it is supposed to be you know you're not supposed to be comfortable I think in JVC well, it took me time post-JVC. I think the reason why we're still doing this, you and I, is, is, is a faith. This sense of, okay, I know, I know God is here. I don't know sometimes where I see God. Sometimes I'm a little impatient. I'm like, God, where is this justice? And where is this kingdom of heaven, kingdom of your creation? Where is that? I think ultimately as well, there is just tremendous gratitude, you know, that each of us and myself, I have just for life and for growing and for continuing to, to learn. So faith and that process is, is ultimately what helped me and what I think is bringing both of us together is, you know, amidst the chaos and amidst these things, I believe there is still love and I still believe in the dignity of people and I still believe all of us care deeply this kind of work for justice in our country this kind of work for being in solidarity with the oppressed it's hard work but it, it comes from places of love love with our neighbor love with God and these are beautiful beautiful things I think we take for granted and I think we don't often see the fruits of labor that are produced but what my faith tells us, tells me, God is still present. God is still there. And God will always be there. But it is an active participation. It is an active participation of your prayer life, of your life with your dear friends, of your loved ones. Mm -hmm. And active participation of being a citizen, being an engaged person. And it requires work. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to echo what you said kind of when you started this is how hard that this can be to be when you allow yourself to be broken and to feel so deeply. And there's a real risk involved when you do that because it changes who you are and what you care about. And it reminds me of that prayer to fall in love. It decides what you do on your weekends, on your evenings, how you spend your time when you really care so deeply about something, you're going to end up changing. You know, JVC's motto is dare to change. And as cliche as it is, it's true. And, you know, I really felt that challenge and that push a little bit when I spent a few months at home post JVC and realizing a lot of the ways that I had changed in different ways that I see the world, different ways that I move through it and going back and like you say, spending time with your loved ones, how important that is, but just, you know, at sometimes there's a dissonance and spending time with family, spending time with high school friends and just, you know, it's just a little bit, it was just a little bit different 
post JVC and seeing how how you notice different things after you've been uh, just exposed to that life of community and of prayer and of just like that emphasis of caring for justice and of caring for our community. You know, another thing you said mentioning the struggle when we when we're waiting for that kingdom of heaven and we want to see we want to see what like we're wondering like where is God and all this and I think that's part of the struggle is you know not being held accountable to to this world that we see and holding ourselves accountable to that more just future knowing that God is here with us when when not always our when our institutions fail us when at times our church fails us that God is with us and that God is there and the importance of having like conversation partners like us like our community, just like the people, you know, that are there in the struggle for justice, how, uh, how important those communities are. Yeah. And just trying to find the gratitude, as you mentioned too, throughout all of that, you know, not easy, but just, just recognizing how important it is to begin in gratitude and to be grateful for all that, that we do have. I I think about what you just said with, with gratitude. And I, I think just for me and like, I'll be honest with, with you and with listeners, like, it's like, I'm unemployed. Like I didn't make any money during J we didn't, we didn't make any money during JVC. Mm-hmm. And there were things that the realities of like those things were really hard and it's still hard to be like, wow, what am I, is this, what am I doing? Like, what is, is this worth it? Is this doing anything? I hope people and help each other like you and I just take away that you are still loved for who you are. Whether you're a poor man, a rich man. I just read a scripture uh, verse the other day passage and it was about generosity. I forget again what, (laughs) what the specific book is in the Bible, but it was just like a generous man is a one that will receive and is a one that will be rewarded ultimately. Generosity is something that I saw during my JVC year with, you know, when I was doing food drives at my organization, like people being generous in like, okay, like we are going to just, you know, this food that you just gave us, we are going to take it to three different houses next door or we are going to take it to this other car behind us and those kinds of experiences were just powerful i mean it was sad because you just saw people that just lost their jobs and this is in march you know to covid but the generosity and commitment that they had to their loved ones and their neighbor was magical it was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you know, and so I say all of all of that, you know, I hope this project speaks to people in a way that that they are broken. I also want this to be a, a safe, a safe space where people can see the love in themselves and see that there is community in processing new things. There is community and love and sharing in bad times <laughs> or good times like mm-hmm. these. And 
that's what was helpful, you know, for me with Jesuit balcony conversations, like there was solidarity, I think that we both had, and there was also community, a shared value in it and a shared heart that was deeper than, you know, what on the surface, like, you know, what we were both were doing was different, you know, on the surface, it was different, but deep down, you and me, people we had on our podcast with that project from our housemates to guests, like it was that core and that heart, you know, that, that connected us. And so, yeah, it really was. And, you know, thank you for just sharing where you're at. And I think one of the things that's at that core and that heart for, for us and for, you know, our, our, a lot of our guests in different ways was like this challenge of how do we live out our faith? And I think that it's really hard when you bring that into the world, because that's not something that's necessarily valued in our society. And it's not something that's rewarded. It's not something that's validated. It's not something that's, you know, you don't get paid for living out your faith. And so I think, you know, I, I feel a struggle too. And like, you know, where I'm in a process now where I'm discerning what my vocation is going to be. It's like, how do you, how are you like a, how do you come to society with your, with our, you know, for us, our Catholic faith and our Catholic belief. And I think, you know, so many people order things differently. So many people don't put their faith before they put you know, their, their buy-in or their belief to capitalism, to the society, and in a, in a lot of different ways. I just say that to say that I also find it very much a struggle to, to practice that in, in the real world, and that I think that the space for us and for listeners, you know, for people who, who struggle with that, people who are succeeding with that, just to be a space for, for that conversation. So yeah, that's the title. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you like the title. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, both Billy and I were like, this is raw, like this is just our Zoom accounts. Like we don't have anything in front of us. And we say all those things because we don't have a script. You know, sometimes we both will want to share articles or or scripture or, or just things that are on our mind and that we are doing professionally you know, Billy is, I'm relying on Billy a lot for a lot of things, you know, but. Uh, I'm relying on you, you, Patrick, you're, you have a great, you have a great. All right, all right. All no, right. no, no, you have a great voice. Cut you off there. And a great way of communicating your feelings that I, that I really learn from and look up to. We'll cut, we'll cut all that out. No, Billy is um, studied theology. Also just great podcast and media social media, you know, we've got the fire stories and Instagram captions or whatever, but we want this project to be different from Jesuit Balcony conversations where before it was very scripted and we did have an agenda to take a positive spin and to, to find positive things and to make this a positive show. And that's not bad in and of itself. And I think there was, not I think, there were some really great 
conversations that we had with people that I don't know if we ever would have had conversations with if we didn't like do the work that we did. And it was really great stuff. This project is about, is more of that conversation piece and more of that level of authenticity in terms of speaking in the moment, speaking, Mm -hmm. you know, and honoring what we are feeling in the moment and also to engage in like natural conversation and to embrace a space that um, is unknown and to go into that together and to have conversation and to have, you know, struggle or, or moments of joy, whatever it may be. That's what Billy and I, I think, admire most. And it's just what I, you know, have found really valuable. And so, yeah, we, I hope that this project, you see more of that, of a maybe informal, like conversation, you know, but you're able to feel invited and able to feel like you can jump in and you're not going to be pressed, you know, with yeah, like an agenda of like, oh, this is how great everything is, or this is how like horrible things are, or this is what you should be reading, or like, this is, look at all the great things that Billy and I are doing. Like, what are you doing? You know, that's because that's not, that's not true. And that's not the point. And the point is, you know, we are just as, we are learning just as much as the listener, just as much as each other. Mm-hmm. And we are broken just as much as all, all other people and our communities that we're in, the people that we serve or the missions and values that we hold. We are all as on the same page and on the same just tendencies. And so I hope you can come into this space knowing that, that you are embraced and you uh, can come in with however it is that you're feeling, because that's how we will come in. We will come yeah. in however we are feeling. Yeah. And that is okay. And then it is okay to feel what you are feeling. Yeah. And as you said, you know, and as I think we've already demonstrated a bit, this episode will just be, we'll just be more vulnerable. We'll be more open. And I like, as you eloquently say, this will be more of a space for openness and if you never did listen to Jesuit balcony conversations, just disregard what we've said and just know that this will be an open space and you don't have to consider the past. There were some great interviews that you can go back and listen to, but we're glad you're here and we're welcome. The first episode was the best, probably the best podcast episode in the history of, <laughs> of podcasts. We also like to joke. Hopefully we can incorporate that into a Move along. Just move along. <laughs> Laughing is an essential part of prayer. Thank you for listening to part one of the introductory episode to A Spirit Less Broken. Be sure to listen to part two and to continue following us. Thanks. Have a wonderful day.